Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7. The game. Curry off the pick. By Looney. Backs up. They show double team. Pass to Looney to Draymond. Back to Curry for three. Off the rim. Rebound loose. Battle tip to Looney who shoveled it up and in. Looney just threw it up in traffic and it went in. Warriors lead by two. It's 102-100. A prayer was answered. I can't believe Jim did that. A prayer answered. Nonsense. Kavon Looney is great. It's the greatness of Kavon Looney. That's what that was. The greatness of the Raiders. Of Kavon Looney. Sorry. Loon Dog. The offensive drivers of tonight's win. Kavon Looney and Draymond Green. Ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the bizarro world. It was ugly out there tonight. And maybe that's the thing that should most indicate the ugliness. Right, I mean, if your offensive engines are Draymond Green and Kevon Looney, that was probably an ugly basketball game. Stephen Curry, plus seventeen in his thirty-five minutes, despite shooting just eight for twenty from the field, five of fifteen from three. He was awesome tonight. Harassed constantly, missed a couple open ones. He's obviously in a shooting slump, you know, by his standards. But. What Draymond and Looney in particular was able to do tonight, they don't win that game without Kevon Looney. And I don't know that we've said that a lot. 14 points, 8 boards, 3 assists, 7 for 10 from the field. And Kevon Looney was driving to the rim from great distances, for at least great distances for Looney over the course of the game tonight. So credit to him. And credit to Draymond. You know, he was in a little bit of foul trouble. And I, I I thought when he was off the floor, there were some energy issues. Uh, except for the moments where Kaminga was on the floor. And we'll talk about Jonathan Kaminga a little, a little further down the road in this show. Because once again, I think he proved he's ready to give you some minutes now. Everything's not great. Not a good free throw shooter. Just don't shoot threes, kid. Uh, just not yet. I understand you're going down to the G League, you're draining threes, everything's working, you're getting wide open threes here, but just don't take them. Just 
walk right out of that open three and attack the basket. Because when he does that, he's dangerous. And especially if he starts hitting even just 70% of his free throws. The defense is helpful. And they needed some injections of energy at various points tonight. They, they looked like a West Coast team playing earlier than usual. Draymond came out of the gates fired up, but it was kind of a hangdog performance from a lot of the squad tonight. Credit to Andrew Wiggins for pulling it together. Credit to Looney and Draymond for what they did. But really, they just kind of squeaked one out today. As far as Steph Curry goes, first of all, important to remind you, with five threes tonight, five more threes, he is just one away from tying, two away from passing Ray Allen as the most three-makingest dude in the history of the NBA. And while we're doing that, it might as well be time for the Steph Curry three-point update, brought to you by Masterclass. Steph has made 143s this season. It's just a lot of threes in 25 games, folks. That's that's how many, maybe 26 now? It's an awful lot of three-point shots made by Stephen Curry. More than five a game. Masterclass lets you learn from over 100 world-class instructors anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Get 15% off your annual membership at masterclass.com slash the game. That's masterclass.com slash the game. Speaking of Steph Curry, 888-957-9570 is our phone number. Do you think it's all about the record? Seven turnovers and a you know, 40% shooting night with 33 from three-point range. And it's, I don't know if extended slump is fair, but I, it's kind of an extended slump. Last 10, just 23 and a half a game, shooting 38% from the field and from three-point range. I mean, look, most people would kill for 38 from three-point range, but that's Steph is not most people. He's supposed to be 43 to 45, and that's where he usually is, and that's where he will be, don't worry. But I do wonder, there's a lot of talk about, well, this is the, it's the record. He's pressing for the record. And I'm not going to say that's not it. It certainly could be it. The reality is there's, A lot of talk about it. There's no way he's not thinking about it. And it might be affecting his shot to some degree. I do have to say, though, I don't really buy that he's shooting a lot of shots he wouldn't normally shoot. I don't really buy that he's taking extra threes. I didn't see him forcing three-point shots tonight or even in Philly. Maybe a couple early on against Portland just to see if he could get rolling and, and get the you know, single game record. But once it once he wasn't hot, he didn't even really do it then either. The reality of Warriors basketball is did Steph Stephen Curry runs around and takes crazy three pointers, you know? And I don't really think that he's been taking crazier three pointers over the last week than he did before that. Not really. But to a man, everyone on this team has mentioned the record and how they just as soon put it behind them. Steve Kerr said it. Draymond Green, after the game tonight, was asked about it and said, you know, yeah, I'd like to just get it over. And look, it will be over uh, tomorrow. I promise. 
We could put all the record stuff behind us tomorrow. I'm prepared to issue a guarantee that Stephen Curry will hit two threes at Madison Square Garden tomorrow and put this record behind us. Behind us all. Guaranteed. Ridiculous! No, it's perfectly reasonable to say that. And that's tomorrow. And then we don't have to worry about it anymore. Great. And also he'll be the the record holder, which is great and well-deserved. And maybe that is part of it, but I honestly just think it's kind of just a, you know, Steph has a slump most years. And I haven't had a chance to do the deep research, but I would guess we could find stretches like this one. Starting with that Phoenix game is really where things got ugly. So it's the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. The last seven games in particular... He had that one bad game in Toronto earlier, but that was more of an isolated incident. The, the, this stretch of not being great, other than the one game against Orlando, you know, six of the last seven games, he's been, what, 42% or lower from the field and 35 or lower from three-point range. That's, that's a slump for Steph Curry. But I don't think it's anything to worry about. I mean, I think this is sort of a, a a yearly slump. I expect him to break out of it, whether that's tomorrow in New York or maybe later this week. And then when he does break out of it, it's probably going to be a nice extended hot stretch for everybody. But do you think it's the record? I mean, do you think it's the record preying on his mind? Or is it just, you know, coincidentally, he's not shooting it great right now? 888-957-9570 is our phone number. That or any other thoughts you want to share with us, you can text or call 888-957-9570. 707 Texter says, I'm echoing? I don't know what's going on with that, bro. I think that might be your uh, your stuff, not my stuff. But it could be our stuff. Hey, if anyone else hears me echoing, let me know. In the meantime, Robin in San Francisco. What's going on, Robin? Hi, Koski. I'm not feeling um, a little... Uh... Good. So if I sound a little like I'm straining, I apologize. No worries. You hear me? Yeah, we hear you great. Okay. No, you're not echoing. So I have a, um, I don't know what you call it, a hot take or okay. theory or speculation. I always hate to make generalizations. But um, I don't know if it was you I spoke with or J.D. When I stated a while ago, see, to me, Curry hasn't, we're a little spoiled. We, he hasn't been really shooting since really the beginning of the season like we've seen him in the past, if you really want to look at it, okay? And so I had said to either you or J.D., could it be because he's exerting so much energy on defense hmm. like we've never seen him do before that he could be exhausting himself on both ends. You know what I mean? Offensively, yeah. because what amazes me, what, what 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 really throws me off are the air balls. Mm-hmm. And that has to do with your legs, right? And, that, and your timing. And so you, he's, he, you know, we haven't seen uh, Curry exert so much energy before on defense like he is now. And so you know. He's in, his game is evolving, even though we think he's not. So I don't think it's so much the record. Here's my second theory on that. I yeah. think that uh, it's a great 
I think it's a great marketing tool for the NBA to beat to death because there's so <laughs> mediocrity in the NBA. And Curry and the Warriors are keeping the NBA afloat in terms of showmanship. And I think that it's many of us projecting that it's him. We're projecting our thoughts on right. him and seeing it in his game that he's forcing it. Yes. That's making sense. That makes perfect got- sense. Not only does that make sense, Robin, that's exactly what I said to Lucas and Chuck while we were watching the game earlier. I think it's a lot of people projecting the record thing because it does. I do think it means more to us than it does to him or to the team. But I, I'm, I think your theory is good, Robin. I don't think it's a hot take at all. And I actually, I'm a little disappointed. I hadn't thought about that, about that. Now, I don't know if Steph Curry is dramatically giving more effort on defense. He's better on defense. The effort has been there the last few years, but it could be up a little this year. It's definitely the best defensive season we've seen from him, right? So if we take that, you know, however he's doing it, focus, energy, effort, concentration, whatever the thing is, I think it's totally reasonable to to consider whether his defense is taken away from his offense a little bit. But when he was supposed to be fresh to start the games, that's when he's gotten off to the coldest starts, and that's the only reason I don't agree with that theory because it's the old saying in basketball, you run the sprints and that's when you shoot the free throws because the legs are tired, you're tired. Mentally, you got to be tough to sink those shots. So it makes sense. I like the theory a lot. But, I mean, if you look at the last few games, Steph's been kind of picking it up as he's gone and gotten more tired. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the other trick there is if I just pick the stretch from game two of the season to game 15 of the season, he was 30 a night, 48 from the field, 42 and a half from three, right? So, I mean, I do think this is just a slump, but is it insane to think that perhaps contributing to that slump is... A, a more intense and focused defensive effort on a night-to-night basis? I don't know. I don't think that's crazy. I, I think it's certainly something to consider. We've spent so much time talking about his defense, you know, I, and it has been better. So why not? Why couldn't that be a factor? I think here's what I guess I would say more than anything is I, I'm with Robin that I think that is easily as much a factor as the record. I just don't. Look, the thing is, you don't become Steph Curry and get to this record-making point in half the time it took the other guys if you're worried about stuff like that. Now, is it in his mind a little bit? Is it something that maybe, you know, a split second of hesitation on something? I guess it can have those little effects. But in terms of... Oh, he's really pressing for that record. He just he's shooting shots he doesn't normally shoot. He looks unsettled. I just don't see that. I don't really see it. I think it's your standard yearly Stephen Curry slump. I'm gonna try to find another Stephen Curry slump or two from years past and see if I can match him up. In the meantime, weigh in if you want to. 888-957-9570 is our phone number. You can call or text us at that number. I want to talk about Jonathan Kaminga at some point today. I definitely want to talk about Miles Turner because, you know, just last week we heard he might be on the trade block and 
We considered whether the Warriors ought to have interest in that. That plus we have Steve Kerr's press conference. Lots of good sound from him. All of that coming up right after the break. I'm Matt Kolsky. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Peyton now guarding LeVert, top of the key, puts it on the deck, lost the handle, falls down, falls out of bounds, it's going to be Warriors ball! Gary Payton locked him up with 2.2 to go. Curry to come back in. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Here's Matt Kolsky. We are back on Warriors Wrap-Up. That was the last play of the game, effectively. Although, not really. The last play of the game was a Warriors turnover. Draymond with the turnover for the win, as uh, it may have been called. But the last Pacers possession... They passed it around until they got it to Karis LeVert, who was one-on-one with Gary Payton the second, and he tried to take him off the dribble? It's definitely enough for me, dog. No, don't do that. You'll end up falling on your face and turning the ball over. I, I know there were switches on that play, but you just... You can't end up with a sub-all-star trying to take Gary Payton the second off the dribble for... In a game-deciding situation, that was a disaster for the Pacers. There's got to be a better solution than that. 510 Texter responding to Robin's theory. Robin called us last segment and suggested maybe, you know, Steph's putting a lot of effort onto defense. Maybe that is contributing to his struggles shooting the ball. 510 Texter says, this theory is not worthy of a talk, which is a funny sentence, just on its own. 
Not worthy of a talk. When you guys brought this up before the Clipper game, he went off. He's being mauled nightly. Um, I, I wasn't here for that. Uh, I, Robin said JD. She must have talked to JD about it. I've never heard that theory before. So uh, you may be right that perhaps they talked about it before the Clippers game, and he did go off in the Clippers game. Uh, 33 points, 12 of 22 from the field, 7 of 13 from three. Since then, though, he's been bad. <laughs> so I like Steph Curry is Steph Curry. Of course he's going to have huge games. And of course they're mauling him off the ball. But that's all normal. The slump is the weird part. And again, I I tend to think it's just a slump. He has slumps. Slumps happen. Most people have slumps. It's just Steph Curry's so good, it seems weird when it happens to him. That's all. Slumps are normal. On the other hand, a lot of the team seems to think it has to do with the record. So, I don't know, maybe I'm the idiot. 888-957-9570. Am I the idiot? Jack and Marin reaching out to talk about Steph's slump. What's up, Jack? Hey, what's up, Kolsky? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Um, hey, so, obviously, Curry's in a slump. I think this one seems a little more um, unusual than normal, but I-, I had a question for you, and... Look, I'm I'm the biggest Curry fan there is. I love him as much as the next guy, and I'm by no means questioning his abilities. But tonight when he went for the go-ahead uh, three that also would have tied the record and it missed, it got me kind of thinking. It seems like in the past, I don't know, season and before that, there's been a lot of times where he's had the opportunity to make a go-ahead three or a tying three or one of those big buzzer beater shots to win the game, and it seems like they, they aren't falling like they used to. It's been a while since we've seen one of those big Curry buzzer beater game winners. And I'm just wondering if you've noticed kind of he's missing those more often than he used to also, or if I'm, if I'm just crazy. Yeah, I think it's probably in your head. I mean, I don't, I don't have the stats for that in front of me. The reality of, of game winners, you know, late game shots is they happen so infrequently that one or two tend to stick in our heads, and then that's the picture we get of a guy. My guess would be it stayed pretty steady with how he does in late-game situations. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure about that. Like I said, I don't have the stats in front of me. It's possible he's, he's hitting those less. This year's team has not had a lot of close games. So there haven't been a lot of opportunities, really, for that kind of late-game shooting, I guess. I was just for fun trying to find some slumps, find some Steph slumps in the past. It's, you know, it depends. But just going to last year, which, you know, MVP level caliber season for Steph Curry, tremendous all year long. Stretch from uh, February 17th to March 11th. He played in eight games, uh, missed a couple. Eight games played, shot just under 40% from the field and just over 30% from three. So way, way, way down in both. That's last year. There's a stretch from, uh, let's see, a week and a half or so in early November of the 17-18 season where he shot 33% from the field and 27% from three. You know, those were just what I could find while somebody on the phone was talking. But the, this is the, my point is he tends to go through a four to ten game slump period most years because 
as much as we talk about his, uh, you know, superhuman abilities, he is, in fact, a human being. Um, Not a normal human being, but a human being nonetheless. Sometimes it just doesn't go in for a little while. And I don't actually know if there's anything to make of it. I mean, it's natural because we're in this situation with the record to consider, well, maybe it has to do with the record. I think that's it's a natural it makes sense to want to do that. But I'm just I'm I don't I don't know that there's any reason to link the two. I I think it's entirely possible that Steph Curry just has a rough stretch. For a period of time, most seasons, Steph Curry has a rough stretch. But while I was just describing that I found a 12-game stretch from the 16-17 season. Under 20 points a game, 40% from the field, 34 from three. Again, I think this is just what happens. My instinct is tomorrow, those first two threes, which tie and break the record, snap him out of the slump, and then everyone decides it definitely was the record. He's out of the slump, see? And I think everyone will make that decision and just be wrong. And that's okay. We can all just be wrong about it. But I don't know, man. I just don't. I find it hard to believe the record is having that big of an effect. And yet, again, maybe I'm the idiot because ask Steve Kerr what he thinks and and he doesn't agree with me. I think he's been trying a little bit too hard the last few games, you know, just trying to, to make threes and get to this record. It'll be a relief for him, I think, and for our team when, when, he, when he does break it. But I just think he's been trying a little bit too hard. And a lot of them have been coming, you know, out of blitzes when he's coming off pick and roll. Just needs to make the simple pass. He knows that, but he's kind of trying too hard. Yeah, maybe. Then again, he takes some of those threes anyway. Getting blitzed out of the pick and roll, still shoots sometimes. It doesn't have to be going for a record to take that jumper. So I don't know. I mean, I guess if the team is saying it, I'd like to hear if Curry has said anything about it. Have they asked Steph if he feels like he's pressing? See if we can't get some Steph audio. Love to hear your thoughts on it as well. 888-957-9570. Got another 15, 20 minutes of Warrior wrap-up before we move on to other topics. Nick in Ohio giving us a call. It's a, it's a long way. Did Charlie put you up to this? Charlie, do you know Nick in Ohio? Is there an Ohio connection here, Charlie? No, he's from Springfield. No connection with Nick. It is past his bedtime, though. It's awfully late there. Do you guys have a nice uh, chat about Ohio while while you were screening the call? We did. I think he's a big Skyline fan. Oh, God. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we're not going to talk about Skyline Chili, Nick, but you're allowed to talk about Steph Curry for sure. What's going on? Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I feel like he has been pressing. It seems obvious, you know, and I just with the close-ups on TV, you can see kind of dark circles under his eyes. I think he's probably a combination of burnout on this. I know it's not the level of Hank Aaron, uh, Roger Maris going for Babe Ruth, but there's a lot of pressure, especially with all the media attention. And I also think about he may overextend himself because he's with all the commercials, the branding, uh, the charitable work he does, his family, what's going yeah. on with mom and dad. I mean, but has any of that like, changed, Nick? I mean, I guess his mom and dad weren't getting a divorce last year or the year before, but, you know, he's 30-something. I think he can probably handle that. Are 
like he's always been a family guy. He's always been a charity guy. He's always had for years and years. He's had ads and all this stuff. I just that's what it's always been. And I guess that that's why I understand people attributing it to the record, because that is the difference. The difference is the record, except that maybe there's no difference, because, again, we get this sort of slump from Steph just about every year. Thanks for the call, Nick. I, I, ju- I There's no way to answer this, right? I mean, I guess if Steph Curry said, yeah, man, I'm pressing, <laughs> that I'd have to take his word for it. <laughs> But unless he says that, I mean, it, we're all just speculating about another man's state of mind. And, you know, whatever you want to say about the shooting performance, about pressing or whatever, 8 for 20 from the field, Steph was a game high, plus 17 in the plus minus, and Steve Kerr talked about that as well. So it's funny, you know, it's plus 17 on a night when didn't shoot it that well, had seven turnovers. You know, not not a great game flow, but he's the high plus minus person in the game. Two Steph is he he impacts the game so profoundly just with his presence, and then he always finds a way to to get going when when he needs to. And uh, so obviously some huge shots late. There's never going to be a stat for it because I'm not sure anyone's ever done it the way Steph has. But the play where. It's not even a play. The action that the Warriors like to run, where someone basically just runs past Steph Curry. And then whoever that is, their man usually stops to make sure Steph Curry's not about to embarrass them. How many open layups have the Warriors had off of just that action? That's why he's plus 17 when he turns it over seven times and doesn't shoot it that great. Because despite all that stuff, he's constantly getting easy buckets for his teammates. We should have somebody. In fact, I would bet the Warriors internally do have somebody calculating just how many wide-open layups Steph Curry generates just by existing. And on a night like tonight, it doesn't matter that he's not shooting well because everyone's afraid that, by God, if you'd let him hit one, then maybe all of a sudden the game's over because he just hit seven. And that's that's the magic of Steph Curry. We can have the arguments about who's a better scorer between Curry and Durant, but I've just never seen defenses handle Durant like that. Just never. They never did Michael Jordan like... I never saw the Bulls run action just to rub a guy past Michael because his, his defender would stop paying attention. As much attention as Michael garnered, like if Scotty was running past him, Scotty's defender stayed on Scotty. But not here. And it really doesn't matter who the other guy is. Wiggins, Green, Poole, Looney over and over again tonight. If you run past Steph Curry, your defender's going to be distracted. It's it's like nothing I've ever seen. And, and that more than anything, that gravity, that attention he, he demands allows him to be plus 17 on a night where he doesn't play great. And just in general, for the team to to gut it out on a night where, you know, other than Looney and Draymond, nobody played that great. Uh, I thought it was a gutty performance on a night when uh, he struggled for much of the game. Some, some uh, unforced turnovers. Uh, we fouled way too much, but we, we hung in there. And it, it felt like we led that game for maybe two minutes at the most. 
48. So we were fortunate to get out with the win, but uh, we earned it too. We hung in there. We defended like crazy. We held them to 16 in the fourth quarter. Uh, so it's a great win. The one guy who I really thought got after it from the beginning tonight was Draymond. Uh, that's obviously something that head coach notices when it happens. And tonight in particular, aggressive attacking the basket. Uh, and look, 7 for 10, 15 points, all that stuff is great. But more than anything, it's just the attacks. Like he could go 5 for 10, and it probably is just as effective in a way. And we're always a better team when Draymond uh, looks to to attack and score. He took 10 shots tonight. He just had a, a, a brilliant game um, at both ends. So uh, it's a, a great effort by him. He got into the foul trouble, and we were able to, to hang in there while he was on the bench resting. And that was a big stretch of the game. And then he came in and closed, you know, the last night of Tim. Someone's got to stop tapping their keyboard while head coach is in the middle of talking. You know what I mean? Stop hitting the space bar while, while Steve's in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> but no, the, the, the style of Draymond. This was one of those games, you could see it when he got the tech, where he just he walked in pissed off for greatness. He was ready to go at the tip tonight. And I, I am not maybe as impressed as, as everyone else with Draymond's consistency in that department this year. He's having a really good year, better than last year. But I still think there are some nights where he doesn't look like that at the beginning. And it makes just a world of difference. Also, someone on the text line pointing out, and I think it's true, it's nice to see Draymond actually finish some of those layups this season. Like, here it is from the 707. Great to see Draymond making the driving layups. Seen a lot of those kick off the rim the last couple of years. That's true. I And it's it's something that was a clear dip in his game because I remember talking about how good Draymond was at you know having soft touch on layups where he's driving really hard to the rim you know crashing to the rim but but finding the touch to finish a layup and not bang it off the backboard i i i just love watching Draymond when he's like this i just love it 510 text says curry was 2666 tonight and somehow that's bad it's below his standard when it's done with seven turnovers and poor efficiency shooting. Yeah. Like, I, I can't. you're a Warriors fan. You're supposed to be better than this. You got to look deeper than 26, six and six. The seven turnovers matter. The, the mediocre shooting night matters. Would most guys like a night like that? Yes. But Stephen Curry is Stephen Curry. We have to hold him to a Stephen Curry standard. He didn't kill you. In fact, he helped you win. He was plus 17, but it wasn't his best night. Ask the coach, for God's sakes. One last phone call here. Filmo Mike, what is happening, Filmo? Hey, what's good, Koski? Uh, I'm just saying, man, we got a good win. We pulled it out. Uh, we showed hard grit. I love it. I do think Curry is pressing. I think he pressing a little bit. The thing that had me thinking he pressing a little bit, he don't normally miss wide open back to back three pointers. 
So, like, he, he's missed a couple of, like, wide-open back-to-back three-pointers. I was like, you don't normally miss. So, I think he's pressing a little. Last thing is, I don't know if you heard, and this ain't nothing about you, but I don't know if you heard that uh, interview with Monte Ellis, with Google yes. and Stani. Yeah. That was a great interview. It I, was great. I know you be sharing stuff like, from what people played and stuff, but yeah. I just thought it was a great interview. I was glad to see Monte Ellis. He finally could talk a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? He, he's matured up. Uh-huh. Like that. You have a great show, Kofi. Thank you, Filmo. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. We, we replayed that Monte last week because of how good it was. It was a long conversation, too. And Monte, in his time as a warrior, was not known for having long conversations. Or as, And as Mike said, I think he's matured. He's a better talker than he was. He's better at explaining himself. I thought he's also a guy who's clearly thought a lot about his own career and, and the NBA in general. A lot of interesting stuff from Monte. If you haven't heard that, I, I recommend. Get on the Odyssey app. Go back and find it with uh, Steiny and Guru last week. Really, really good stuff from Monte. Probably, it's probably Steiny, you know. It's probably Steiny's great great basketball relationships. The guys respect that. It's because Steiny had game back in the day. I don't know if people know that. Huh? <laughs> Thank you. I was hoping we'd get something. Uh, before we finish Warriors, before we wrap up Warriors wrap-up, if you will, thank you. I will be here all week. That's oh. not true. I'll only be here till Wednesday. I do want to talk about Jonathan Kaminga. It, you know, it's, it's always interesting when you look at the box score after a game like that. And, you know, Draymond played great, but he's minus four. Steph didn't play great, but he's plus 17. Sometimes plus minus is confusing. One place it's not is on Kaminga tonight. He, he only played six minutes, but he was plus 11. And to watch his six minutes, it felt like he was plus 11. He changed the entire energy of the game when he came in. He attacked the basket a couple times. He played some good defense against Sabonis. And I just think they're going to have to find more minutes for him as time goes on. I don't know who those come away from, Timmy and Lee. But someone's going to have to sit down so Kaminga can get in there. Steve Kerr feeling good about the rookie tonight as well. We needed the energy, needed his strength and defense and speed. And uh, he, he came in and changed the game for us. I thought he was fantastic. Um, second half, we, we uh, thought about it, um, but we wanted to, to give the other guys uh, a look, you know, and, and see if we could continue uh, with the way we've done, you know, getting to this point at 21 and five. And decided not to go back to him, but he was, he was brilliant. I, I think that's going to change as time goes on. I mean, I think if I'm if I'm going to read between the lines a little bit there on Steve, I think what he's saying is, like, I don't fully trust the rookie yet. We're going to give him opportunities here and there, but in a close game in the second half when it matters, I trust other guys more. But I'll tell you what, da- uh, Damian Lee did nothing for you tonight. And I, I, you know, credit to Damian. This is not to diss him. But he is one of the guys that's going to slip out of the rotation as Clay comes back, as Kaminga and Moody hopefully start to get more time. And that's okay. He'll still be ready when they call on him. He's he's a solid, deep bench player. But Kaminga can bring a level of energy and intensity and excitement that, you know, no one else besides maybe Steph can bring on this team. Here's Draymond Green on Jonathan Kaminga. In order for us to go far, he's going to have to play a part in it. He just has some things. None of us other guys bring to uh, some of the things, the tools that he has as a basketball player, <clears throat> as far as his quickness and speed, his athleticism, 
strength in you. You know, uh, the majority of us don't have that. So I think he'll, he's going to be important for us. And tonight was big. Uh, I'm not sure how many minutes he played, but he worked his minute and six minutes plus he left. He worked his minute. That's all you can ask for. Work your minute. And then hopefully they'll grow. That's it. And so far, you know, uh, the occasional bad three-pointer aside, Jonathan Kaminga has worked his minutes. He's made his impact felt. He's played consistently hard on the defensive end in particular, and more often than not, when he gets the ball on offense, he either moves it along or he attacks the rim, and that's what you want from him. Really good early returns on on a guy that a lot of people did not think would be able to help you this year. I, I remind you at this time that I did tell you he would help you this year. Just listen. Every now and then I say something that makes sense. Charlie, you look like you're going to disagree with that. No, I love him. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know what's keeping him off the floor right now because when you look at an NBA rookie, it comes down to three things for me. Does he have the NBA physicality, the NBA body? Those are one in hand. The NBA motor and the NBA brain. Tell me which of those three he doesn't have right now to give you solid minutes. Yeah, well, to give you solid minutes, he's got all of that. To to be fully trustworthy as a consistent role player, it's the brain. We got to work on the brain, but that's normal. He's nineteen, and like just nineteen. He's nineteen in a month in two months. He it's all right though. It could be a lot worse. Oh, yeah. Again, I'm the guy who told everybody, like, all these concerns about his IQ and, you know, how raw he is. People didn't watch him. And I was right. But he's still got a ways to go in terms of thinking the game and, and being where he's supposed to be all the time. The thing that I think has surprised me the most in a positive direction is just how ready he is defensively. And that, I think, reflects, to your point, a level of thinking the game that's higher than even maybe I thought. Like, he's pretty close to ready. And, look, I already said it, so maybe I shouldn't have disagreed with you at all. If he plays Damian Lee's minutes tonight, I think it's a 10-point win. So maybe he should be playing 20 minutes a night right now. Remember, of course, and I think this is in Steve Kerr's mind, this all gets more complicated with Clay. So I do think that most nights... Steve Kerr is is earmarking 20 minutes that would be Clay's minutes, if that makes sense. And tonight, I think those those are probably Damian Lee's minutes. It's going to be really interesting over the next couple weeks as they work this thing out. Of course, back in action tomorrow at Madison Square Garden, where Stephen Curry will become the all-time three-point shot made leader. Come on. Knock on some wood. No. I can't jinx this. It's unjinxable. You heard it here first. Don't say that. I just please let the plane land safely, okay? That's all. I, I, other than that, if they arrive in New York, Steph Curry will break the record. How's that? Barring a, you know, Chicago Bulls style COVID breakout that cancels all Knicks basketball. Uh, quietly, the NBA is having a bit of a COVID problem, but we're going to ignore that until it becomes a bigger COVID problem, if that's okay with everybody. I really don't want to talk about it. I do want to talk about some Niner football. Big win yesterday. Big overtime win. And producer Chuck's a Bengals fan. We're going to laugh in his face. I can't wait. Kolsky and company is coming up next. That's all for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.